Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say, uh, go Bills. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy, and I'm back at it again. Welcome to another edition of the Rico Report. Brought to you by the Buffalo Fanatics. We are back at it again. This Thursday, Bills Patriots. You guys already know what what it is when it comes to the Bills Patriots, man. It's one of those matchups where we uh we've been we've had a we've had a we've had a hate relationship. I can't never say love hate relationship. It's always been a hate relationship with the Patriots because it's the Patriots. Tom Brady and them boys had our number for years. It was just the norm to know that we're not going to win the division, but we're definitely going to fight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying to get a wild card. And uh, have time, how times have changed. But one thing that is for certain that has not changed is our, uh, our love for beating the Patriots. And the last time we faced the Patriots, boy, was it a coming out party for Bills fans. We rejoiced. We made Bill Belichick look like an amateur. We Listen, man, the team had its best performance. Best performance that I ever seen against the Patriots in such a, um, a monumental moment. Playoff. You feel me? So uh, it definitely was uh, nice to see. By the way, shout out to everybody uh, tuned in for tonight. Uh, I had to start my show a little later. And for parents that uh, that know this situation far too well. So obviously, you know, what I mean, when, we, when you're parents, you get the old letter from school saying, by the way, there's been a little bit of a lice outbreak. You know what I'm saying? So obviously, you know, we're like watching it and wifey's. You know what I'm saying? She's on, she's just on top of it. And uh, she just checked today and uh, we found a knit. You know what I'm saying? And I, I listen, I, I, the knit, the difference between the knit and the lice, I had to learn these differences because never in my lifetime, <laughs> never in my lifetime. Black folk, it's very, very rare that, you know what I'm saying? Get lice. Anytime that we got checked for lice at school, black kids were just kind of like, let me check your hair. And it was like 30 seconds, you're out. You know what I mean? It was like, Mm-mm. yeah, you're good. You know what I'm saying? So, Having to have the kids have to deal with that, blech, it is the worst. This is the worst. I mean, when they're young, man, that's what happens, right? So that's why we keep their hair in braids all times. But forming moments like this, so we're just checking to make sure. And uh, one of them has it, so uh, knits. So we have to go and try to get that out before they make hatching eggs. And I'm just learning all this stuff about this lice business, man. So, yeah, daddy had to put the little man down. And uh, so we had to go a little later. But nonetheless, we are here. Um, you know what I mean? Parents, man, we got to deal with this shit, man. It's what it is. But big game this Thursday. And uh, 
It's a it's a big one. It's a doozy. My man Zbot uh, text. Uh, he tweeted today that it's it's funny times times it's it, they're finicky. Analysts, people talking about the rate, the rankings, and teams. It's finicky because one week you're up, you're one of the best, can't be stopped, and another week you're like you're sitting here like man they're struggling. The Bills aren't the same, and the Bills are this and. Granted, we've had some some moments where we looked a little shaky, but we're on a two-game win streak, dealing with some, you know what I'm saying, some adversity, some injuries, and so on and so forth. But we're eight and three. We're in the mix as one of the best teams in the whole situation. So at the end of the day, what it comes down to is execution. It's what it's going to come down to when we face these Patriots. Um, but my man Zbot came in and was like, listen, you want to know, you want to know something funny. For Bills to jump to the number one seed, three things have to happen this week. Obviously, we have to win our matchup against the Patriots. The 49ers have to take down the Miami Dolphins. It's very possible. That'll be a very interesting matchup. And lastly, and lastly, you have to have the Chiefs to get beaten by the Bengals. Very possible. Happened last year. It's very possible. Now, maybe Mixon comes back. Maybe there's a few, you know, Jamar Chase may come back. So uh, those three things have to happen. And guess what? Bills are right back on top. You feel me? And even better news is Von Miller says himself that, yo, I might be back in the next couple of weeks. So just everybody chill out. Week 14, you might see me back right up against the Jets. So there's some, there's some, there's some really good things. Uh, there's some optimism. We, we should have some optimism. Um, going forward the next few weeks because we're we're gonna i mean we're gonna start to get a little healthier we're gonna start to get a little the team a little back together with the main people main pieces getting back together Tredavious white coming back he's gonna get more reps kyrie elam's gonna get more reps so we're gonna start to look like the bills of early in the season obviously minus micah micah high so it's a good thing we had to weather weather the storm a little bit we had to weather the storm a little bit you know what i'm saying adversity the picks that we're thrown and and team staying with it and and truth be told when you look at every team that we lost to there wasn't one team that simply just really dominated us right you know this season you get blown out you're like okay chalk it up as an l we got blown out not really obviously you know the dolphins game you know what happened to the dolphins the dolphins game the vikings game you know what happened to the Dol- the, Vi- the vikings game pretty much gave that game away and lastly the one that closest one that you could tell, okay, these guys belong, they can play, are the Jets. And they probably got better by with the addition, subtraction of Wilson to the addition of Mike White. But we already know about Mike White. We played Mike White before. Mike White had a similar, a similar, uh, I guess, uh, success the last time he started. He had one game where he killed it. They're calling him the the great white hype. And then when he went against the Bills, just shit the bet. We put him in his place. But Mike White can play. You could, you could talk, you could tell the difference. So the Bills would be right back in the thick of things once we take care of business. We got to take care of business. And that's against the Patriots. The Patriots right now are what six and five. They have a record of six and five right now, correct? They're fourth, they're currently fourth in the AFC East. But they they are on the come up. Uh, they are playing well. Macaroni Jones is playing a little better. 
what I'm saying? Um, they, you know what I'm saying? They, 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 they got the run game going for them. Ramondre Stevenson has always been a tough guy to bring down. And, but most importantly, they're fielding a top defense. But it's, it's a Bill Belichick coach team. It's expected. It's highly expected. So expect, and here's the thing. I'm going to ask you guys this. If you guys are, and I hate to put you guys in this position, but if you guys are Patriots fans, right, or you're, you're on the Patriots staff, you're, you're on the Bill Belichick Patriots staff, how, how are you stopping the Bills, or how are you slowing down the Bills? The Bills have a top five offense all the way down. And how are you stopping these Bills? How are you stopping these Bills? And immediately what comes to mind when I, when I'm, when I'm, if I'm sitting on a Bill Belichick staff, okay, how do we slow the Bills down? What have we seen from other teams? What are they doing? What has made the Bills look pedestrian or not such a great offense? Oh, okay, well, let's, let's double team Stephon Diggs. That's start. That's just a start. I'm saying, I mean, you have to be a successful in doing that. But if you take away, Bill, if you take away a Stefan Diggs and Bill Belichick's scheme is very capable of doing that, boy, oh boy, we might have a tough time. We might have a tough time because right now we have Isaiah McKenzie that had a pretty damn good game last last uh, last game, six reception for 96 yards and a TD. Look great. It was nice to see. Uh, a, a, it was nice to see Ken Dorsey put something together for our guy Isaiah McKenzie. The hate and the nonsense that people were talking about. Oh, he doesn't deserve the football. Some of these bozos that are saying that just just need to be quiet. He he came out and showed out. It took some pressure off of the other guys, and it built that trust back again with Lil Dirty with Josh Allen. The same trust that they built against the Patriots. The last go, right, in the regular season. That was the coming out party for Isaiah McKenzie. Shout out to Isaiah McKenzie. But these times are a little different, right? We'll be shuffling that O-line. Hopefully Mitch Morse is back, but we'll be losing Deion Dawkins. Chances are Deion Dawkins will not be playing this game. So we'll have a rotation. We'll probably have David Questenberry on the left side. Ryan Bates will go back to the inside. And Spencer Brown, obviously, will man his position at right tackle. So David Questenberry will be the man in question, protecting the blind side of Josh Allen. That should be fun, right? So we, we are going to have our hands full. We are definitely going to have our hands full. But here's the deal. You got to give credit to the Patriots. We can sit here and say, oh, it's the Patriots. We're going to wax the Patriots. We as Bills fans can no longer talk about how we are going to wax this and wax that. We're not in that position because six weeks ago is six weeks ago. You know what I'm saying? It's not the same. Things have changed. Things have evolved. So now we have to be more specific. Now we have to be more, more, I guess, um, schematic when going forward. Now you got to, because now the book is out on us. The book is out on us. So you can't just do the same things. You, you know what I mean? I light it up in the skies and so on and so forth. Because now they're stopping that. Ever since we took down the Chiefs. And then we then, well, we went on a bye right after that. We've been, we've been kind of shaky offensively. So I'm not going to sit here and say that we are going to do X, Y, Z. Because we're not. 
You know what I'm saying? One game at a time. We can't be talking like that. And teams are now starting to kind of, you know what I mean, know our tendencies on how to do things. Go ask Patrick Peterson. He'll tell you. You know what I'm saying? But we are, on paper, the more superior team. But on paper means absolutely nothing. We all know that, right? So looking at this, this Patriots team, Mac Jones is Mac Jones. He had his, he's had his moments where he's looked like whatever. They were, I mean, they were, gonna, they were about to replace his ass with Billy Zappi or whatever, Bailey Zapp, right? So Mac Jones has, has regained his position as starting quarterback for now. Damian Harris is out this week. So we will not be dealing with the double-headed monster in Damian and Ramondre Stevenson. Right now, Ramondre Stevenson is their big guy. He's, he's got 151 attempts, 680 yards, four and a half yards of pop. And uh, he's got four touchdowns. So he's got a nose for the end zone. But what our strengths are right now is, in my opinion, stopping the run. We've done a very good job, mind you, the last, we've had a stretch where they ran the ball on us. But for the most part, we have the pieces to stop the run. We saw that against the big time backs that we've played so, so far this year. King Henry being one of them, right? That's a tough back. Silenced. So, Damian Ramondre Stevenson, we're going to have to do, we're going to have the same feet, right? His strength is to go inside. That's where our strength is. Running it inside on us, it's going to have a tough time. Taekwon and Devontae Parker. Taekwon's your speed guy. Devontae Parker's your big boy. Size matters. If anybody tells you size doesn't matter, it does. I mean, ask your lady. Anyway, Devontae Parker has been a bit of a thorn in the side to Tredavious White. Tredavious struggles against bigger receivers. Just look at the matchups between these two individuals specifically. How much we will see of Tredavious White, that's going to be a different ballgame. Right, but you got Jacoby Myers, their best receiver thus far, and then you got um, obviously Devontae Parker. So we are going to have to put a game plan together to to make Mac Jones be that guy. Mac Jones is going to have to be that guy, and Leslie Frazier, I'm sure, will devise a plan that will be will be able to do that. Now, I want to get into the keys to the matchups and the keys to victory, but before I get into that. I need to let y'all know that we are partnered up with BetUS. And uh, if you guys have not been able to jump in there and, and put your bets in, listen, last week was a tough week. We're going to go through the numbers. But if you have not been able to jump in there, you guys should be able to. Now, I don't want to talk about it. Let me, man, my, let me let my guy, Zbot let you know all about it. Listen up, sports bettors. Your favorite sports book, BetUS.com, is back for our 28th year of NFL action. With the industry's biggest sign-up bonus of up to 200%, BetUS offers our members the opportunity to cash in all season long. With live in-game betting, incredible odds with daily odds boosters, props, parlays, fast payouts, and exceptional customer service, BetUS.com has you covered. Visit BetUS.com to sign up today. BetUS, where the game begins. And uh, jump in on that. And if you guys are like, man, I want to I give this officially a try. Well, listen. Give it a try. Signing up with us, you get 125% big-time bonus. And uh, use our code BF125 and jump in there and place your bets. See how well you do. 
Um, speaking of uh, seeing how well you do and seeing how well you want to look, guys, for a limited time offer, a limited time offer, we've been asked many, many times, when are you guys going to come out with your Buffalo versus everybody tease? We haven't been able to see them. Guess what? It's right back on the app. Go ahead and, and shop at the BF Fan Shop uh, for a very limited time offer right before Christmas, man. Jump in and get that. Uh, hoodies, long sleeves, mugs, socks, you name it. You're able to get that. Jump on that Buffalo versus everybody. Uh, BFFanshop.com. You know what I'm saying? And you know what? Just because I like y'all, use the code Rico Report and I got you. So, folks, back to business. These bills, man. Let's talk about these bills before I get into the matchup with the Patriots. The last two games that we played, we've won. Have we looked like an elite team in the two games that we played? No. Have we had some moments where you're like, that ain't the team that I know. Who, who is this team? Absolutely. We have. And nobody could know if you guys are if you guys are saying that we look great the last two games, cap. Big old cap. I should I should make you buy. I should make you know what? Brian Robinson right now, the running back for the the commanders. I guess he's got this this big old, these big old, big old hats that he's wearing. Listen, if you think that we've been playing well these last couple games and and looking like the old Bills, I'm gonna give you one of those Brian Robinson hats and put that on your head because that's cap. That's a lie. We have we've looked. We've looked shaky, but what I embrace in the shakiness is that we shook off the rust. We shook off the nonsense, and we're able to put a W together. Against the Browns, we look, we look pretty dominant. We look like we were the better team. We're moving the football. We're doing what we were supposed to do, but then we allowed the team to get back. We let Jacoby Brissett look like a, a superstar quarterback. And mind you, I got no disrespect towards Jacoby because Jacoby – Handled business against the the freaking Buccaneers. Buccaneers came back down what ten, I think seventeen points, something like something ridiculous. Came back and willed his team to victory. Looking pretty good before he ran, gives over the reins to uh, Deshaun Watson. But he did the very same thing to us. So we 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 had to you know what I mean make make some adjustments and uh, and and slow down that rush. Now here comes Detroit Lions, a hot Detroit Lions on a three game win streak, a Detroit Lions that have a lot of pride on the line. They're not trying to be the Detroit Lions of old. And guess what? We're going to get everybody's best. When you're one of the better teams in the NFL and people talk about you, everybody wants to line up and say, okay, let me let me take a shot at the big boy. And they gave their shot. They did everything they can to try to take us down and go on that four-game win streak. But when you have a guy like Josh Allen, when you have a guy like Stephon Diggs, and that make a 36-yard connection in crunch time, clutch play to finish off the game, that's how you're supposed to do it. Those are good teams know how to finish games like that. So maybe those little moments, it may not be pretty, but those little moments are what you're saying. You build your blocks. And right now the bills are build. The bills are back to building blocks, right? We, we were, we, we went on a two game losing streak and we had to kind of like snap out of that and get right back to it. Winning is hard in the NFL, man. You hear the cliche of coaches saying how hard it is to win in the NFL. You're playing the best of the best. This is the best of the best. This is the elite of all elites, right? So every game, we can't sit here and expect a blowout. And I think a lot of times, us fans, because we've seen the likes of the Titans getting blown out by the Bills, right? The Rams getting blown out by the Bills. The Steelers getting blown out 
You know what I'm saying? Like we we put the like me we we put points on these cats. So we expected that every time. We expected it. The offseason, the way the offseason went, it was like we can't be stopped. We're that team, right? Until somebody socked us in the nose and we started bleeding a little bit. We're like, oh shit. Someone socked us in the nose again. And then now their two nostrils are, are kind of leaking. So we had to go to the cut man and say, hey man, fix it up a little bit. So now we're back on track. And hopefully we stay on track. Keep in mind the most important thing that most fans forgot, if you will, I wouldn't say forgot, but like they tend to neglect. The Bills had one practice, one practice in the last, what, 15, 12 days to really come together as a, you know what, Jessica, you know what? Oh, as I'm talking about it, Jessica's right there with it. Jessica Tennis, what's up, girl? One full practice in 10 days, two wins. Let's see how they play on Thursday. There's the point I'm trying to make. I'm so glad I saw that as I'm saying that. We had one practice, one and a half, if you will, and the rest virtual. Can you imagine? Virtually learning. Okay, so that's what we're going to run. Okay, that, yeah. Okay, cool. I'm a hands-on person. And for the most part, all those guys are hands-on. So, you know what I mean? Let me, let me see how this play develops. Let me see how this is. Yes, they've been doing this all year, but practice matters, man. Are we talking about practice? Yeah, we're talking about practice. And guess what? We were able to gut, gut out two wins, not even practicing. So now that we have somewhat of a regular week, we're going back to, you know me, the basics. Hopefully, we'll get back on track to putting a game plan together that gets us to nine and three. That's the plan, man. The plan is still to get that dub. The plan is still to get that number one seat. We're still in contention for it. And we've got three weeks that are going to be tough. And they're all in the AFC East. And it starts with the Patriots. So if we're going to assert our dominance, if we're going to assert, you know what I mean? So who's, who's daddy in this division? Because right now, the Miami Dolphins feel, feel very differently. They feel like, hey, man, you ain't, you ain't going to win this again. We have something to say about this. We got our quarterback. We got our new head coach. You know what I'm saying? We brought in a big-time pass rusher in Chubb. Hey, man, we're going to be just fine. We're, we're waiting on y'all. But you know what? They got a tough matchup against the 49ers. They got a tough little matchup. Now, Jimmy Garoppolo, do your damn job. That's number one. But for the most part, we'll see how that plays out. It'll be interesting. Mike Daniels going back. Face his, uh, his former coach in Shanahan. But that's a whole nother ball game. And on top of that, don't forget, and uh, I see a comment. Uh, where, did, where was it? I just saw a comment that somebody just put in here. Um, it just eluded me right now. But anyway, the, um, oh, there it is. And on top of that, the, 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 the Dolphins, they lost. Oh, is it for two weeks? Okay, there you go. Teron Armstead. He's gone for two weeks. So that's, that's, that's who's been protecting Tua. That was a big addition for the Dolphins. When they brought in that left tackle, that's a huge addition for the left-handed, the short, the left-handed quarterback. So Teron Johnson, Teron Johnson, uh, Teron Armstead being potentially out for the next couple of weeks could affect them when playing us. We'll see how that plays out. We'll see. But our, our main objective is to beat the freaking Patriots. That's our objective. Our, that's, a, that's the objective right now. So how are we going to beat these Patriots? I can tell you if Josh Allen is on, Diggs is on, we're going, it's, it's going to be a party. But, like, things are a little different. 
we haven't been as effective as we'd like to be in the red zone. We know how to, it's like the, the Seinfeld, it's like the Seinfeld episode. I'm a big Seinfeld guy. I don't know if you guys are a big Seinfeld guy, uh, Seinfeld people, but if you guys are, then you guys will understand exactly what I'm referencing to. And this is what, this, what, this is what the bills remind me of, right? So Jerry goes to rent a vehicle, right? Calls in and says, Hey, I'd like to rent a vehicle. I want to book this vehicle and uh, come pick it up on this day. Perfect. Yes, Mr. Seinfeld, we'll see you when you get here, right? That's the Bills. Move the ball down the field. Move it down the field, move it down the field until we get to the red zone, right? Here comes Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld gets to the airport. He says, hey, Jerry Seinfeld, I'm here to pick up my vehicle. Oh, sorry. Uh, we're, we've all got, we're all out. We don't have it. Wait a minute. So Jerry says the famous line. So you know how to take the reservation, but you don't know how to hold the reservation. The bills are, we know how to get into the red zone, but we're not capitalizing on how we should in the red zone. And that's what, that's what we need. We need to start capitalizing in the red zone. When we get there, we can't have those dumb penalties. Because that's what kills us, man. These dumb, stupid penalties, false start, holding. Like, come on, son. Like, we got to be better. Illegal formation. Like, we got to be better when it comes to that stuff. That stuff is where we have to be the most, in terms of, like, mistake-free. In the red zone. Like you can't have a positive play and then it's, it's brought back because of a hold or whatever. We just, we have to be sharper when it comes into, when we get to the red zone because that's been our challenge. We could be dusting and putting these teams away, but we shoot ourselves in the foot with these dumb mistakes all the time. Constantly we do that. We need to get better with that. That's number one. Number two, when we do get there, we have to have some sense of creativity. That's where Dorsey comes in. Things get tighter. Things get tougher. You can't run every single play when you're in the red zone. You got 20 yards to the end zone, 10 yards to the end zone. So things get tighter. You know what I'm saying? Coverage is a little tighter. You know what I mean? Gaps are not as, you know what I'm saying, open as, as you'd want to. So you've got to get creative. You've got to, you know what I mean? You've got to be able to do those very things so we can capitalize in the end zone. Because that's what's going to set us apart. We, you know we can move the ball. We have one of the, we have one of the best offenses in the game. We're putting up 28 points a game. So we can score. But my goodness, boy, do we shoot ourselves in the foot with these dumb mistakes? So we got we to clean that act up. We definitely got to clean that act up. Now, let me, let me just go and take a look at uh, these Patriots and, and seeing what they're doing. Like, what is it about this team that, that's got them staying in contention? One thing that I will say that would, would be really cool is if all AFC East teams made it into the playoffs. Because if you look around, not a whole lot is being, you know what I'm saying? There's not a whole lot that's out there that's nice. Like, look at the AFC South. Looks like a damn joke. Terrible. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what, what kind of division is that? I mean, I could, I could go on, but it is what it is. It'd be really cool to see if the whole AFC East went to the playoffs. Um, but nonetheless, these Patriots. What's up with these Patriots? So these Patriots are putting up 21 points a game. 21.7 points a game. I don't know if you guys remember this, but... Um, I think it was like a few weeks ago, I was saying uh, a competent, a competent offense has to put up 22 points a game. I think it was a like Dan Patrick that I was listening to and he was talking about uh, offenses and he did the research or somebody, one of his guests did research, but anyway, 22 points a game is where you have a chance. You're, you're, you're a decent team and you can, and these guys are knocking on the door. They're 21 points, 21.7 points a game. 
which reflects their record. They have a winning record of six and four, six and five, excuse me, right? So they're putting up 21 points a game. They're keeping their opponents to 18 points a game. They're putting up 239 yards a game. See, that's not going to cut it against our defense. Our defense is still a damn good defense. So 239 yards is not going to cut it. You're going to have to really ante up on that. So you got 24 total touchdowns. Um, so right now, when it comes to third down efficiency, these guys are 52 for 140. So they're, they're at a 37% rate. So this is where defensively we may have that advantage because defensively, the Bills are pretty good on the third downs. We're getting these guys off the field. So this is where we have a cool advantage when it comes to playing these Patriots, right? For a, on our fourth down, they're going for it eight. They've gone for it eight times. They've only completed two of them. So they're two for eight at a 25% rate. That's, that's your Patriots. The Patriots are not the same Patriots of old, right? There ain't no Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? There ain't no, this is a different, this is a younger team. This is a different team. So Belichick is navigating through that. So here's the deal with these guys, right? When it comes to the passing game, they're putting up what 7.8 yards a game, uh, excuse me, 7.8 uh, point, uh, eight yards per attempt right now. All right. So efficiency, they're, they're passing the ball decent, nothing crazy. They got 11 passing touchdowns and they are susceptible to throwing interceptions. This is where we have to take advantage of it. We've got to make these guys toss that football over. Now, right now, they might be saying the same thing about Josh Allen. My man's got 10, 10 interceptions as well. So we got to make him give up the football. Now that's two games in a row now, a game where Josh has not thrown an interception. So we'll take that. We want that. We want that to continue. Don't give the football up, Josh Allen, because when you do, things go bad. We don't want that. We got to clean it up, right? My man, uh, Scott Blake says, your Pats have a great defense, Rico. They sure do. Good pressure and sound secondary. I can't say that for our defense with the current injuries. Well, the one thing that I will say that um, will help is the return of Greg Rousseau. Greg Rousseau uh, is such an integral part of this defense, and we, we missed him. We definitely missed him. Um, and, uh, I mean, those are the two leading sacks on our, the sack artists on the team is him and Von Miller. So we definitely missed the, uh, the, the, the presence of Greg Rousseau that we should, um, according to, I think it was uh, one of the defensive uh, players was like, hey, I think it was Ed Oliver. Uh, saying that he might be coming, he might be, he might be back this week. So that that will be a big boost to our run defense, as well as getting after the quarterback. So I can't wait. Boogie Basham will probably get some time. AJ Epinesa could be coming back. So we'll get back to that pass rush, that pressure that we so need and want. Uh, Super chat coming in from a man Carl Tolman. Besides uh, besides special teams, Daniel Hines is a one for minus eight. That was on a jet sweep. Hated that play. And uh, one for three yards in, uh, I think, one of the reception. Uh, can we please see him get several touches? Throw him the ball and let him ex uh, accelerate and get some yak. Well, that's that's on Ken Dorsey. Ken Dorsey's got to specifically draw some plays up for these specific players in these specific moments. So that way, we're putting them in their best position to succeed. That's a tough task for a coordinator because... You got to get everybody their touches. At the end of the day, that's what it comes down to, man. If you're a, a head coach or offensive coordinator that don't give a damn, it's about, it's about, hey, listen, this might be your game, but you can't sit here and neglect, you know what I'm saying, a Stefan Diggs because we'd be questioning, yo, why the hell are you not getting your best receiver, you know what I mean, involved in the game? 
everybody's got to get their touches. And the more touches some of these guys get, the better they get. So you, you, there's a fine balance. And this is where Ken Dorsey's got to learn the game. Learn who gets what and, and get the new, and, and you know what I'm saying? And get better at it as you go. So that way you have a nice balance. All right, I'm going to give you these, these amount of touches. I'm going to give you these. But then here's where things change. If one guy's killing the game, don't stop. Keep giving it to him. And that's where we need to see Ken Dorsey, you know what I'm saying, find that rhythm. You find a rhythm and he's working, let's go. And we saw a little bit of it uh, in the previous game. Not the last one, but the one before that against the Browns where Dawson Knox went seven for seven. It was seven for seven for like 70 yards or something like that. So he found something and he kept with it because Dawson Knox was on that game. So that's where Ken Dorsey's going to have to get his act together. But Scott Blakely, you're absolutely correct when it comes to this Patriots defense. This Patriots defense is a very good defense. They're a top 10 defense right now. Um, if Frazier doesn't blitz on the worst rate of QB against pressure, I'm off the Frazier bandwagon, just being honest. Damn, already, huh? Well, this is where, if you don't, if you realize last game, uh, we, we actually sent the blitz more so than we have this year. I think that was the, the second most or the first uh, most blitz package that we set um, last week against the Detroit Lions, right? So he will send it. And now that we, we are missing some, some, some key pieces to our pass rush, sometimes you might have to add the additional safety blitz or the nickel blitz. We're going to have to get creative in that. And that's where, when you have an experienced coach in Leslie Frazier, you're going to see a lot of that. I think they did that against the Vikings as well. And I'm going to agree with DJ. Uh, who was it? DJ Abku. I think he brought the blitz a little bit against the Vikings. So he will do it. And the fact that we don't have our pass rushers that we normally have, that can actually allow us to sit back and just relax and chill. We're actually probably going to start bringing a little bit of blitz. Disguise a little bit, send it after him. And Macaroni Jones, you know what I mean? He's good to, to give us one or two. And if we can force those damn turnovers, here we go. Here we freaking go. Now, rushing the ball right now, they're doing four yards of pop on rushing the football. Um, offensively, they're putting up total yards per game, 344. And this is where we have to now slow them down. You know what I'm saying? Make them become one-dimensional. Make Macaroni Jones be that dude. Devontae Parker, Jacoby Myers, Nelson Aguiar. Those are all decent receivers, but ain't nobody like kind of like, I'm shook. Oh, shit, we're going against Devontae Adams. Nah, they got no Devontae Adams in that squad. So this is where a good game for Tredavious White to get his feet wet. Kyrie Elon gets back into it. And right now, the two worst receivers against press are Devontae Parker and Jacoby Prisett. Excuse me, Jacoby. Jacoby Myers. Those two boys, they don't do well against the press. They don't do well against the man. So they're, they're one of the, the uh, not-so-great rated receivers versus man. So maybe we see a little bit more man this game. And, uh, and this is where, you know, saying the pressure might come in. This is where the blitzes might come in. So we might change the game plan a little bit. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm very much looking forward to it. Um, but for the most part, this is not a bad team. This is not a bad team. They've got some good wins under their belt. And uh, like I said, you're going to get everyone's best. Everyone's best. But here's the difference in this game. There's a little bit more motivation for the Patriots to come down and beat us at home, right? At their home, Foxborough. Because we embarrassed the shit out of them on national TV last year. The last time we saw them, we absolutely embarrassed the Patriots. So not only are they looking to obviously squeak in and a W 
and get up into the rankings and, and keep their playoff hopes alive. But there's a little bit of extra um uh, in there in their uh in the matchup that we're going to face uh with the Patriots. Because if you've been a Bears anytime or somebody punked you off or you have an opportunity to repay someone, this is the game. So this is big. This is big for the Patriots. And this is obviously big for the Bills because we need that extra win so we can keep our hopes alive to get that number one seed. Now, let's get to the Bills and what they bring to the Now, one more thing. I do have to mention this, though, because defensively, Matthew Judon is playing out of his mind right now. And uh, we're, going to, we're going to need a lot of some chipping. We're going to do what? Because right now, David Questenberry is going to be manning the spot. And I do not trust Spencer Brown in pass protection. So we're going to need some hands. We're going to need some hands. We're going to need some help on chipping and keeping the likes of Matthew Judon away. Right now, Matthew Judon's got 13 freaking sacks this year. The guy's got a nose for the quarterback. We've got to slow his ass down. We really do. Now, matchup-wise, I'm saying we've been able to neutralize him last year. This year, it seems like he's on a roll right now. He's got 13 and a half sacks. He's got 11 tackles for loss. So he's, he's living in the backfield right now. We, we just can't. We've got to be able to get our act together when it comes to this guy, and he's just on fire. So we've got to slow that brother down. Slow him down. In terms of uh, interceptions, I mean, right now, leading, the leading guy is Jonathan Jones. He's got three interceptions on their squad right now. So um, in total, they don't, they're not killing the game. How many, how many picks they got? Five. Uh, seven, nine, 10, 11, 12. They got 12 interceptions this year. So nothing nothing to write home about. But the one thing I don't like is how well Matthew Judon is playing. And with David Questenberry at left tackle, Spencer Brown at right tackle, we are going to need some help to make sure that Matthew Judon does not ruin this game, does not have Josh Allen kind of feel giddy. And Josh Allen is pretty damn good at not feeling that way. And the fact that we we love to pass the football, they're going to bring it. They're going to bring it. And if you take away Stefan Diggs, and now you got you got Josh Allen's got to depend on Isaiah McKenzie, depend on Kilo Shakir. Maybe John Brown gets activated. Who knows about that? And then lastly, you got Gabe Davis. Those guys are going to have to step their game up. It's a must. It is a must. And I think they will. I think we come out with this game and we look, we look pretty damn good. And uh, we, look, we get back to looking like the old Bills. And it gives us a sense of confidence. And I'm hoping that's the way it goes. Uh, Scott Blake says, yo, Mac, uh, top 10 when you don't pressure, Rico. F the four. Blitz the crap out of them and let the chips fall where they may. And I think that's what we'll do. Without Von Miller, one of our better, the best pass rusher on our squad. And with Greg Rousseau coming back, who knows what his status is going to be and how 100, 100%, he's come back at 95%. Who knows? But I can guarantee you, We'll probably have some blitz packages put together because we don't have the front four that we naturally would have with Vaughn and Greg on the edges. So we could see that. And you put a little pressure on Mac Jones, man. He's going to look like Macaroni Jones, and he's going to throw up a noodle, and we're going to take that shit back. You feel me? So uh, we'll see how that plays out. We'll definitely see how that plays out. I'm looking forward to it. It's a, it's a big matchup nonetheless. And uh, listen, man, big things are coming. But I tell you right now, man, I do not. I don't know, man. Spencer Brown scares me at right tackle, bro. Running the football, love it. He's a mauler. He will get after you. He'll get downfield, and he will put you on your ass. But when it comes to freaking pass protection, boy, he is a liability, and he's got to get better. 
He's got to get better. I know we're in year two, but come on, boy. Let's go. Let's get it together, man. You, you, you're, you're, we drafted you in the third round. You know what I'm saying? All right, let's go. You competed. You got the spot. Let's try to keep it. Let's try to, you know what I mean? Keep my man clean. Keep your guy number 17 clean. Now, when it comes to the Bills, let me switch on up to the Bills right now. And what we're doing, what we're doing schematically and what we're doing statistically, by team stats. So looking at, hold on a second here. Let me just click on these boys here. Where we have the advantage. So the Bills being at eight and three, lovely. I uh, can't take away from it. Loving every bit of it. And right now, Josh is 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 having a decent year. Nothing crazy. Um, he's he's got he's at thirty one hundred yards with what seven games seven games to go. So he'll crack that four four thousand yard season once again, uh, which would be lovely. Um, he's already got five hundred sixty one yards rushing. The guy is just brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over forty, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts, offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. Ninety-one percent of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Different dude, man. He's a different dude. Like, mentality-wise and physically, he's just that, he's just that guy. So it's lovely to have... Uh, it's just so nice to have a quarterback that can just do it all. You know what I'm saying? And once he gets to the point of such comfort where he can now depend on more than one person in terms of digs, boy, will he be dangerous. Once he starts to trust these guys, man, he is going to be a dangerous individual. So Josh Allen, 3,100 yards. He's got 561 yards rushing. He leads the team in rushing. Uh, how crazy is that? Not really. Um, Stefan Diggs got 1,100 yards, leading our leading receiver. Damar Hamlin leads the team in tackles. Shout out to Damar Hamlin doing his thing. And Jordan Poyer, obviously leading the team in interceptions with four. Boy, did we start off hot. Jordan Poyer, I mean, the joke was, yo, you keep, you keep getting interceptions per game, man. You're going you're gonna to crush it. You know what I'm saying? So if we get him back to being normal again, uh, let's, let's, get it, let's get it going, man. Let's get it going for real. So Josh Allen is the key to everything when it comes to the bills. And for us, for us to get to where we need to be, he's got to be at the ultimate comfort. And by ultimate comfort is when he's it, when he's on, he's on, he's untouchable. You saw it in the chiefs game, the last chiefs game. You saw it in the chiefs game in the divisional round when he's on, he is on. So we just gotta, we just gotta get that switch back on for Josh Allen, where he's at his ultimate comfort level. And he's as confident. And once he's got that, that once he's at that point where he knows he can't be touched, game over. Um, I, I see some of you guys are saying prayers for Ibrahim. I'm not sure what uh, what's going on, but uh, I'm I'm sure I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out. But anyway, anyway, so at the end of the day, what it comes down to it is this: if he's on, 
is going to be a big problem for the Patriots. Bill Belichick knows that. Stefan Diggs knows that. And when those two get going, it's a wrap. Devin Singletary right now. He's got 552 yards. He's got four yards, four and a half yards of pop, and he's got three touchdowns this year. Get that man going. You've seen what he's able to do. You give him the touches between 15 to 18 to 15 to 20 touches. We are we have success. The guy just he 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 moves. He gets the ball going. He he you can trust that man when when running the football. So we we will see how that goes out. Now look at the, look at the receiving room right now. Stefan Diggs right now he's got 84 receptions this year. The next highest the next person that's got on the team up with the reception is Gabe Davison and Dawson Knox with 33 apiece. What I notice is this. What a difference with Cole Beasley not being on this team. Real talk, if you think about it. Real talk. The last couple of years when Cole Beasley was on the, that squad, bro, he was in 80, 80 catches. 80 receptions. And right now, the next best is 33. You don't realize how much you, you miss a player until he's not there. Not No slight and no shade on McKenzie or anybody, but you notice the difference. 33 reception for Dawson Knox, 33 for Gabe Davis. So it gives guys an opportunity to step up their game. And guess what? Isaiah McKenzie's got 30 receptions. So all these guys are in the 30 range. So your big dog is Stefan Diggs. So if they take, if they take away Stefan Diggs, you don't have that security blanket that you had, you once had in Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley masked a lot of things. There was such a trust factor with Cole Beasley and Josh Allen. We, we miss that. And we, we take it for granted because it's, it's showing. When they take away Stefan Diggs, yo, you know Cole Beasley somewhere. Yo, it's third and Cole. It's third and Beasley. You know what's up, man. He, he ain't going to burn you, but he will get to the sticks. We don't have that. You know what I'm saying? So one of these guys has to step up. One of the guys have to step up. Is it going to be Dave? Is, excuse me. Is it going to be Gabe Davis? Is it McKenzie? Or is it Dawson Knox? They got to step up because I'm guaranteeing you there will be, if they got a triple freaking team, Stefan Diggs, to take him out, there's only so much Josh can do. You can't keep running the football because you don't have your guy. One of these guys got to step up. That's how we're going to have success going forward. Now, I don't want to sit here and poo-poo all over Gabe Davis and the rest of the receiving crew because a lot of folks, and yes, John Brown's return, and I'm just about to get that in there. Now, before I get into the John Brown return, my man Pierre and I were talking, and we're talking about we were talking about something completely different. And then the addition of Gabe uh, Gabe Davis came up the conversation. And lately, I've been hearing everybody talking about, "Oh, Gabe Davis ain't no damn number two. We ain't, we can't trust Gabe Davis," and so on and so forth. I can name you three teams potentially that have a legitimate receiver one and receiver two. Right. That's the Bengals. That's the Miami Dolphins. And who is the other team that, that has a legit one-two punch? And I, I, I remember saying it, I just can't recall. So Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, that's your one-two punch right there. Jamar Chase and T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd even there, you can get in there. There's your one-two punch. Any, any, other, any other team, there's no really one-two punch. Maybe, you know what I'm saying, Seattle might be in there. Seattle might be in there. Niners, no. Who's your one-two punch over the, at the Niners? Are you like, yo, cover that receiver? Like, who, who is it? You know what I'm saying? And there it is, Minnesota. Minnesota was the other one that I was going to say. Minnesota was the other one. 
your one-two punch. You know what I'm saying? So it's not so horrible. I mean, people want to talk about, oh, we don't have a one-two punch. We, not a whole lot of teams do have a one-two punch. Like I, I just named three right there. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, um, he has the opportunity to step his game up. And I don't want people saying like, he's, he's horrible. I mean, not horrible. Nobody's saying he's horrible, but like they're losing confidence in Gabe Davis. I haven't lost any confidence in Gabe Davis. You know what I'm saying? But would we like to see more from Gabe? I want to, I want, he, sh I want to see him develop into it. I think we, a lot of people put the, the performance that he put on against the Chiefs and so on and so forth. Like, okay, we got our number two. I think we do. I think we do have a number two. It's just that we just got to, they, him and Josh has got to get right back on track again. And once they do, man, we're good. We'll be all right. I think we have a nice receiver. I just, I think I'm more against those that are saying that we don't. You know what I'm saying? And there's not a whole lot. There's not a whole lot of one-two punches out there. So to me, I like this, this dynamic that we have. We just need that slot receiver. You know what I'm saying? To really be that one person that we can trust. It's not Isaiah McKenzie, no Colby's. Kilo Shakir, not ready yet. So once we get that third receiver that we can trust, this is where John Brown comes in. John Brown, there was some trust factor. And I, I've said it before, I'm going to say it again. John Brown, to me, was the kindling to Josh's fire that we see right now. Because if not for the addition of Cole Beasley and John Brown, we couldn't have seen the potential that Josh had. Once he got those two receivers, you saw, yo, Josh is that dude. But who got it started? John Brown, Cole Beasley. And Cole Beasley ain't coming back. I can tell you that right now. He's got no, he's got no love for the Bills right now. He ain't trying to come out here. You know what I'm saying? But Smoke, coming back, hopefully that rekindles, that gets a little bit more juice and gives us a little more fire to this offense. And that is a sneaky pickup by Brandon B. So shout out to Brandon B for picking up Smoke because I think they'll get right back to it. And uh, we can put, now we can start moving people around. Really moving people around. So it'll be interesting to see if we have the, actually have him activated. So we'll see how it goes, man. We'll see how it goes. My man, Brian Barrows. What's up, Brian? Says, yo, agree. People have noticed that Gabe not as crisp in and out of his breaks. That ankle is not 100%. It's not about that. That ankle is not 100%. 100%. Gabe is not your, 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 your nine route receiver. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't run all nine routes extremely well. He's got three or four in his bag that he's got the down pat. And that's what they focus on. And that's what Patrick Peterson said. Dude runs three or four routes. Come back, the go, the, the, the corner route, and you got your post. That's it. Those are his four routes. He ain't going to do anything else. So I know what he's doing. Wherever he's lined up, that's where I'm going to get him at. So once John Brown is integrated back into this offense, he gets the verbiage. I mean, he remembers everything. We might have that offense that we used to have back in the day. Now, keys to victory when it comes to these bills. Keys to victory, and it's simple. I'm going to say with the number one key to victory in this one, and it, and I could I could easily say don't turn the ball over. You know what I'm saying? Nobody wants to turn the ball over because when we turn the ball over, it's not good. It's not good. But first things first. Keys to victory right now in this game is to absolutely protect Josh. Don't let's not make him giddy. You know what I'm saying? Let's not make him try to leave the pocket all the way because he doesn't feel comfortable. Let get him comfortable. On behind center and under center, get him comfortable. You know what I'm saying? That's number one. I think that's to me, that's important. Once he's comfortable and you see him just, just dialing up and he can move all over the place, we're cool. We'll be all right. Pass blocking is going to be utterly important because Matthew Judon 
has 13 freaking sacks. He's hungry. He's on pace to, you know, to have a freaking fantastic year. So we can't have him disrupt our game plan. And we got two, two tackles that are that have a tall task ahead of them. So protect and keep Josh clean. That's number one. Number two, we got to eliminate. I, you don't, I don't think you guys realize. We, we, we shoot ourselves in the foot so much with these dumb penalties. F off with these stupid penalties, man. Hands to the face defensively, holding defensively. We got to stop that. I mean, the amount of times that we've had these teams on the ropes, third and long, or third and whatever, third and, you know, third and six, third and seven, hold. Defensive holding. Like, yo, we got to cut it out, man. Like, we're one of the te- We're actually one of the top teams in, in that in that regards of being called for holding, defensive holding. We got to chill out on that because that kills momentum. We're about to kick these guys off the field, and then we, here we go. You know what I'm saying? Pressure's on us, and we got a hands to the face or or defensive holding. We got to cut that crap out. Penalties. We got to stop the penalties because it kills us. It certainly does kill us, all right? That's number two. Keep Josh clean, 100%, and we got to stop the bozo penalties, right? Red zone, red zone, red zone. When we get into our, you know what I'm saying, the 40 to 30-yard line, we we move the ball like nothing. We got we got an arsenal of, of plays to get you there. But once you get to that 20, we've got to capitalize. We've got to channel our inner playoff game against the freaking Patriots, channel that, and we gotta we gotta really capitalize, man. Going for two for five, you know what I'm saying? In the reds, yo, we can't have we can't have that. You know what I'm saying? So we get in there, let's capitalize. I love Tyler Bass. I love what he was able to do for us 19 points previously, and then he got the game winner for us. Cool and all. You know what I'm saying? Take a break, Tyler Bass. Let's put up touchdowns. We want touchdowns. So when we get in that red zone, we got to be able to take care of business in the damn red zone. All right? That's number three. Excuse me. Now, another key to this victory. You got great mind. You have a great mind in Bill Belichick. He's going to figure out some type of way to take away something. So, McDermott, this ain't the first time you're going against Bill Belichick. You kind of have an idea how he moves. You had Brian Dable on your staff. You have a great idea of how Bill Belichick moves. Do not let him outcoach you, brother. You know what I'm saying? You got to be on top of his shit. You got to be, if you know that he plans on taking away Stefan Diggs and do find a way to move around. I mean, this is where Ken Dorsey comes in. Move him around. You have a freaking, you have a head coach that has been doing this a long time. He knows the type of talent that Stefan Stephon Diggs is. He knows the type of talent that Josh Allen is. And what he's going to do, knowing they're both talented, he can't have them both kill him. So he's going to take away. So find a way to move that man around. Find a way to, to play chess with this man. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Scott's like, be unpredictable. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, try Like, we just can't be the same old Bills that show you everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're going to have to execute. But we gotta we gotta put these players in position to execute. Don't be calling some bullshit and expecting these guys to make you know what I mean chicken chicken shit into chicken salad. You can't. You gotta put these guys in perfect position. And I'm talking about defensively, and I'm talking about offensively. Defensively, we already know what's up. Our defensive backfield has been some shit, and this is another one. Dane Jackson man has been having a rough time. The at least the last three weeks he's having a rough freaking time and it started the nightmare started with uh jefferson and it and it hasn't stopped you know what i'm saying so 
get some confidence in that man or put him in position where he's as at his best, have some help to shade over, something has to give. Because Nelson Aguiar's got some speed. We can't be, we can't have, we can't have this guy being turned around and giving up big plays. We can't. Devontae Parker, a big, big receiver, right? So defensive holding, this is where the defensive holding bullshit happens, right? We want to be able to eliminate that. So how do we eliminate that? My man Scott Blakely said it. Send the freaking blitz if you have to. Disrupt any rhythm that they have and get after it. Because that defensive backfield right now is shaky right now. We're not at our strength. We're not at our strength yet. But once Trey Davis White starts getting his, 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 his feet wet and getting more onto the field, which is going to, and Kyrie Elam re- returns and he's got, he's got press corner, that's what his forte is. Hopefully we're, we're in our bag. We are in our bag. We just can't have these big plays happen. Eliminate those big plays and uh, we'll be all right. You know what I'm saying? So that's uh, that's another key to success into this game, right? Looking at this Patriots team. They're a very well-coached team. They're still within it. They're going to try to, you know I mean, make this a one-dimensional, try to keep the football, and and we just got to get them off the field. No mistakes. Let's just let's just make this happen, man. Let's just make this happen. We just can't give up big plays, and uh, and we'll go from there, man. Um, And I mean, I want to I wanna get more into it, but we're going to do the pregame on Thursday, so we'll get way more into in-depth and, and so on and so forth. But this is one of those games that we just we got to get back to Bill's football, man. We just got to get back to Bill's football. Remember how fun it was to watch these guys just blow teams out, which I love. I love it when we could just blow a team out and be like, yo, that's my squad. You know, you can't touch us, right? Let's get after the quarterback. Let's get some sacks. Those, those days are gone, fam. Teams are getting better. Teams are, you know what I'm saying, they're figuring our shit out. Not only that, they've added pieces to their team to compete with us the same way we were doing it to the Patriots of old they're doing it for us look at the Jets look at the Dolphins and the Patriots I don't know exactly if they've they've I think this year they kind of regressed in terms of the talent but they their record tells me that they're 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 still putting things together you know what I'm saying so know that we are going to get everyone's best and they know that so we got to be prepared the next three games are crucial and it starts with the freaking Patriots. We got to take those damn Patriots down. And that's a fact. We got to. So, last but not least, man, I'm going to say it again. I'm going to keep saying it. Do not neglect our run game. Please do not neglect our run game. You got a good running back in Devin Singletary. You got a potential good back in James Cook. You know what I'm saying? We've seen some sparks from James Cook. So, let's, we're, in, we're going into the month of December. This is where running the football matters. This is where establishing yourself, you know, say on the ground matters. And at this point, you got to go, go bigger, go home. And I'm, I was in the camp of like, let's try to lessen the blow off of Josh Allen and give it to our guys, our running backs. But at this point, winning is freaking important. And part of Josh Allen's MO is to run the football as well. You know what I'm saying? And if he's healthier every week that he's out there, he's getting healthier and healthier. So, just like last week, last week he was our leading rusher at like what 56 yards or something like that. Actually, a little more than that. So if we have to establish the run by getting our quarterback involved and getting these guys to, you know, what I'm saying be shook, so be it. Because that's the identity of this team. The identity of this team falls with Josh Allen. You will, I will hurt you uh, either with my legs or through the air. You know what I'm saying? And once we we establish a kind of rhythm, hopefully. We now, Josh can say, now I'm going to hand off the reins to my RBs and do the thing. If I have to get this party started, cool. You know what I'm saying? But I need my, my big boys to take care of business. James Cook, 
obviously Devin Singletary. But the run game is always huge. I'm always going to advocate for the run game. The run game is important to me. And I, I need these guys to establish themselves because you know damn well the Patriots are going to do it. They're going to try to keep Josh Allen on the sideline and they're going to try to control the clock with Mac Jones and all that stuff. So we this is where defensively we got to come in and handle business. You know what I'm saying? But it all starts with closing and putting points on the board in the red zone. Once we can do that, you know what I'm saying? Start putting the points up. You know I mean? We put 20 points, 28 points a game. So and now it makes this team become one-dimensional. And if you want to make it become one-dimensional and have Macaroni Jones throw all over the place, yo, give me that noodle arm. We're going to take that shit back. He's already got 10 interceptions. We're going to keep it that way. That's what it comes out to at the end of the day. So hopefully we can keep that happening, man. Hopefully we keep that happening. Ken Dorsey, we're going to be watching you, fam. We're going to be watching you. I know you're, you're the offensive coordinator of this team, and you got, it, you, got the, you got us rolling right now. But, fam, you got to put our guy in the best position possible. You know what I'm saying? Put our guys in the best position possible. If Naeem Hines has to get involved, get that brother involved. You got too much speed and too much explosion in this one player where you have him just returning the football and, and, and that's it. Get that brother on the damn field somehow, some way. Somehow, some way. Figure it out. Figure it out, man. Somebody said uh, Rico, Mac Jones is gritty. <laughs> Mac, Mac Jones, I mean, shit. I mean, he ain't horrible. He ain't no Zach Wilson. That's for damn sure. You know what I'm saying? So I'm sure he's going he's gonna to come out and do what he's got to do. Um, but the Bills are the Bills, man. You already know what it is when it comes to the Bills. We got this. So Josh Allen, I mean, it starts, it starts with Josh Allen, ends with Josh Allen. That man just got to do what he's, got, he's supposed to do. And that's what it comes down to at the end of the day, man. So quit the fucking penalties. We can't be shooting ourselves in the foot. Dane Jackson... If you want to redeem yourself, this is the freaking game to redeem yourself. You know what I'm saying? Turn your, turn your mother effing head around. You know what I'm saying? Listen to the defense saying, ball, turn your head around, fam. You're always there. And here's the killer part about Dane Jackson. He's there. He's literally right there. So it's not like he's getting burnt heavily. It's just these guys are just making plays over Dane Jackson. I mean, yeah, he is getting burnt a little bit, but I, I, can't, I don't want to roast him too hard. But sometimes he's just there. He's just not turning his head around. So I'm hoping that they, this is the game. This is the day, the game that Dane Jackson turns things around and says, "All right, all right, I need to establish myself because right now I'm 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 playing myself off this team if this continues. Golly, man. So we'll see. We'll see how this plays out, man. But um, this is one of those games. that's huge, folks. It's huge. We go to nine and three with a victory. We drop this game. The Dolphins get up on us. We just can't have it. And that's a, that's a third division loss. This is the, these next three weeks are important because we establish ourselves, A, in taking the division and going for that number one seed. It's integral that we come back and pay back. So Patriots got to take them down. Then we got, I think, I think we got the Jets. And then we have Miami. You already know what, it time, what time it is when we place Miami. You already know what time it is when we face the Jets. We got, we got business to handle. But it's got to start with the Patriots. Has to. This is no trap game. This, none of that is one freaking game at a time, especially because it's a divisional game. We're 0-2 in the division, folks. 0-freaking-2. I would have never thought that crap. So let's make sure that we handle business against this freaking AFC East, man. Because right now... This ain't no cakewalk of a division, man. This division is, is it's a nasty division. It's a nasty division, man. So hopefully we get our act together. 
and uh, we're on we're on top because I mean, listen, man, this this division right now, when you're looking at the division, every winning every team's got a winning squad. You go to Baltimore. Baltimore's at seven and four. We beat the Baltimore the Baltimore Ravens. Cincinnati Bengals at seven and four. Then you got Cleveland and Pittsburgh at four and seven. Likely done. Tennessee Titans seven and four. We beat the Titans. The Colts are four and seven. Jacksonville four and seven. Houston one and nine. What a pathetic freaking division it's always been. It's been like that for a while now, right? AFC West. The next best team is the Chargers at six and five. Four and seven Vegas. Three and eight Broncos. Broncos are freaking just terrible. All right. So we'll see how that plays out. Now, next thing I want to mention, are you guys, how do you guys feel about this whole OBJ situation? OBJ is on a flight, and I guess they told his brother, hey, man, you need to wake up, you need to wake up, but I guess he was asleep, and they freaking turned that flight around and got everybody off the flight and all that stuff, so now they're roasting this guy, talking about Air OBJ and so on and so forth. Are you deterred by what happened with OBJ out there? Is that something where you're like, you know what, man, forget about it. This is the type of crap I don't need. Yo, good riddance. We're good. With, we're good with smoke. Smoke is just perfectly fine with us. Or are you guys like, nah, bring him on. We need that. We need that third receiver that really put us over the top. If you guys are in that camp, I'm in that camp with you guys. Still bring his ass here. And hopefully we can get him signed up. Uh, he's got a visit with us, I think, the next couple of days. Sign that brother to the team. I don't care what it is. That you got to do, we got to do that. Now, him being on the flight, I mean, how how deep of a sleeper are you? Can you be if someone doesn't tap you to say, "Hey, man, you got to wake up"? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. You feel me? But it's a little, it's a little odd. It's a little odd for me to hear, "Yo, all you have to do is wake me up," which is true. But you know how it is, man. If you get on a flight, headphones go on, boom, put your hat on, sunglasses on, maybe something over your head because you're you're going on a long flight. You just want to sleep. You're out tap me but who knows man i don't know it's all it's a whole weird situation but not weird enough for me because i still want us to try to find a way to sign this brother because we do we sign this brother golly problematic we have our slot receiver immediate upgrade slot receiver or why it doesn't matter who cares because it's going to be interchangeable and now we become a dangerous offense dangerous we're already a pretty damn potent offense but you add a, a receiver of that caliber to this offense, dangerous. Dangerous, dangerous, dangerous. That's all I got to say. Ken Dorsey, you better figure out a way. You know what I'm saying? Because that's a lot of talent you have on one offensive side of the ball if we can bring him on. So Brandon Bean is going to have to find somehow, some way to, to lock that man up. Don't let him leave Buffalo. And we got ourselves a, a receiver. If not, so be it. He'll probably choose. I, I mean, you guys already know how I feel about it. I love for him to be on the squad, but I think this is all just a ploy to Von Miller to get his boy ready and get his boy, you know what I'm saying, some notoriety, and then he'll find he'll find himself a good deal. It looks good for Dallas. I'm not going to lie. It looks good for Dallas. You know what I'm saying? The Dallas Cowboys are looking pretty mighty good right now. And on top of that, you add him with CeeDee Lamb. It could be big problems. It could be big problems. But, hey, that's not my business. Brandon Bean, do what you got to do. Sign that brother. Bring him onto the squad. Let's go. So, uh, Questions, concerns coming from the crowd, from the chat. Is there something that uh, you feel that uh, needs to be brought up um, when it comes to this matchup against the Patriots? Do you feel good about this Patriots? Are you nervous about this Patriots game? You know what I'm saying? Are there keys that you feel like, oh, man, if we need to do this, Rico, you're missing this one part. If we do this, man, we're good. Truth be told, man, we're, we're a very balanced 
a balanced team when it's when you look on paper and what we have. We just have to start going back to what we used to do and we'll get back on track. And guys are getting healthy. More importantly, Josh is getting healthy. The more time he's got, you know, saying nursing his his elbow, we're back to back to normal. Offensively, we're decent, man. Mitch Morris comes back. We're all right. It's the defense on the defense side of the ball that kind of is a little bit shaky because of our defensive, you know I'm saying, performances lately hasn't been up to par. So once we get back to nitty-gritty, doing what we're supposed to do, we'll be just fine. I think we'll be just fine. We'll get back. We're back on track where we're supposed to be. And uh, the Bills will be back to, you know what I mean, we'll be back to laughing and making jokes and saying, yo, what's up, baby? Let's go. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, playoffs is the most important thing. And then we take care of business then. My man, A. Lipson. What's up, Andrew? Andrew Lipson said, it was going to be Judon versus Spencer Brown worries me. Uh, listen, everyone knows Spencer Brown is a uh, is a challenge. So Matthew Judon with his 13 sacks is definitely going to be picking on these guys. And his pass protection is just god-awful. It's just terrible. Terrible. Namdi, what's up, my man? Namdi, my man, comes in and says, X-Factor in the pass game knocks both running and block and pass catching. It's that's that's a Dorsey thing, man. Dorsey's really just gonna have to step his, you know what I'm saying, dig deep into that bag and find find a balance, find a way that we can get this thing going. Call the calling your greatest game if you have to, you know what I'm saying? And then building from that. We gotta build from that. Gotta go from there. What's up, Dave? Dave comes in and says, Yo, has there been any word about Trey's snaps increasing and his is Elon good? Yes, there has been word. So uh, I, I remember reading somewhere, someone said they're treating this. I think this was somebody's opinion, but I like this opinion. They're treating um, Trey White as if it's preseason for him, right? You know how it is. You go into preseason, you don't go ramp up and play 90, I mean, 70 snaps, 74 snaps. You know, I mean, and especially at the cornerback position. Cornerback position is the one position that you don't get any breaks. You're staying in all day long. You know what I'm saying? If you look at the snap counts, Jordan Poirier is usually 100%. Teron Johnson usually plays 100% of the game. Um, Dane Jackson usually plays 100%. Those corners usually play 100%. Not really, you know, there's no rotation. There's no rotation like that. Now, lately they're having because they're trying to inc- integrate Trey White back in. But anyway, they're treating Trey White's situation like as if, it's, as if it's preseason, right? First preseason game, you play like maybe first quarter, you're done. And that's exactly what he did. He played the first quarter-ish. So maybe he'll play a full half this game and then go from there. And then we'll gradually get him back to you know, being 100% being on the field. But uh, you don't want to rush anything, right? You want to make sure that he's correct, he's ready, his mind is right, and is good. And the first step is he got into his first game, started his first game, first quarter, we're good to go. Kyer Elam, I, didn't really, I, didn't, I don't think I saw a Kyer Elam injury report today. So Kyer Elam, I mean, chances are Kyer Elam is going to be playing. So I'm not exactly uh, worried. It'll be just nice to have our corners back on track. So we'll see how it plays. We'll see how it plays out, man. Uh, so once they're together... That's the tandem that we thought that we're going to be, you know what I'm saying, that we're going to have. Kyer Elam on one side, Trey Davis White on the other. How times have changed while we were saying, well, who's going to start? Is it going to be Kyer Elam? Is it going to be Benford? Is it going to be, oh, my goodness, what's going to happen? Things have worked out exactly the way we're supposed to work out. Trey comes back, Kyer man that position, and then Dane right back to, you know what I'm saying, secondary role. And that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. So, folks. That's my time. And if you, I'm, I'm looking at the questions before I get out of here because I got to, I'm back on, uh, on that work schedule. So I got to get ready for work. Uh, my man, Teddy comes in. Blitzing could be good on two fronts, stopping Stevenson in the inside run 
and turning Mr. Jones into Velveeta Cheese. Well, that's the plan, and that's the hope. Um, and hopefully we don't need to really blitz too much to stop um, Ramondre Stevenson because our, our defensive front, I mean, you saw the way Daquan Jones and, and Ed Oliver played last week. They were just unreal, man. They had like six tackles each, four, uh, excuse me, they were six tackles together, one sack and two tackles for loss. Like they were on it. And don't forget Jordan Phillips is in there and playing like a freaking monster. So uh, I'm not so worried about our interior run defense. I'm really not. Uh, it's just that we just got to be disciplined and hopefully Trey Tredavious coming back and hope we have obviously Milano's there. And if Edmonds is on his way back, we're getting healthy to a better, to a full defense. And once we get there, man, y'all already know what it is, man. When those two guys are on the field, it's a different ballgame. It's a very different ballgame. Um, last, before I get out of here, man, I'm looking at the questions. If you guys have any questions, you know what it is. Super chat me. Um, but, uh, we got to go to our, we got to do our pickups. How do we do in our pickups? I know Mike is like, yo, let's get to the pickups. How do we do before we get out of here? Let's do it. So last week, two weeks ago, I was, we were, we, I'm going to say we, because it is we, what are we, what are we French now? Yeah, we're French. All right. Um, we did decent. Couple of weeks back, we had like two misses. Uh, last week, that was, that was two weeks ago. But last week, uh, we didn't we didn't do great. Uh, was it last week? Yeah, last week we actually did fantastic. We, all, we only lost two games. This week, how do we do? So obviously, Buffalo beat the Lions. Dallas beat uh, the Giants. Uh, the Vikings beat the Pats. Cleveland beat Tampa. That we didn't see that coming. The Bengals. We picked the Titans to beat the Bengals. That didn't happen. So the Bengals won against the Titans. Um, Houston obviously beat Miami. What a damn joke. The the Jets with Mike White looking like the baller. They beat the Bears. Washington comes in with the win over Atlanta. Denver. We thought Denver was going to beat Carolina. Holy jumpers. Yo, let's take a moment for a second. Nate Hackett's got to go. I don't care. Like, Russell Wilson will bounce back. I don't know what's going on with Russell Wilson this year. There's no way this guy's fallen off. He's fallen off completely. There's no way. Nate Hackett has to, like, you got to keep this man accountable. The same way y'all be firing these black coaches that, that one year and they're done. Yo, you got to do the same shit with this guy. Nate Hackett is a, listen, man. Nate Hackett standing there and Purcell sits there, barks at the starting quarterback and barks at his ass. And coach is sitting there like this, like, like he didn't see shit. It's like it happened right in front of him. Yo, you got to go. You got to go, Nate Hackett. My goodness, man. Anyway, Denver freaking lost that game to the Carolina freaking Panthers, and I took the Carolina defense on my fantasy, so chef's kiss. Um, so Denver, bums. Baltimore lost to Jacksonville. Didn't see that one coming. Did not see that one coming at all. Uh, Chargers beating the Cardinals. I saw that coming. The Raiders, hey, my upset special. Oh, wait, was that my upset special? No, that wasn't. But the Raiders beating Seattle, that was a huge game. Can we talk about Josh Jacobs? This guy is an absolute monster. 300 yards of offense. Receiving the, fo- receiving the football, catching the football, and running the football. The guy is unreal. Like, there's, there's like three running backs that can do what Josh does. That's like that's crazy, man. That guy's the last of a dying breed. They're, they don't make those backs like that. That can just just 33 carries. Fam. Man, that's nutty. 
yo, shout out to Josh Jacobs, man. That boy's nice. Anyway, Raiders beat Seattle. Uh, Kansas City, obviously, over the Rams. San Francisco over Anno. They just absolutely trashed them. Um, I picked the Packers to beat Philly. That was my upset special. I missed that one. I originally picked the Raiders. And I was like, nah, man, that's a, that, that's, that, can't, that can't be an upset special because that was like a toss-up. So Packers to beat Philly. Obviously, the Philly, Philadelphia Eagles won. They won that one. And then Pittsburgh to beat Indy. We call that one. So how many did we get right? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Excuse me. Hold on a second. Yep, we got, we got ten right. I'm all right. I'm all right with that. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. We got eleven right. We're getting better, folks. We're getting better. 11, 11 is right. I'll take it. But my goodness, man, this what a wacky, what a wacky week, man. The Ravens losing to the Jacksonville. Not that Jacksonville is ter- terrible, but Sunshine, Trevor Lawrence comes in and, and and puts the game together for y'all. Zay Jones in clutch, craziness, man. How time has time time flies, man. Zay Jones was once a Buffalo Bill. Zay Jones was once a Buffalo Bill, and now he's doing big things for the Raiders. Shout out to Zay Jones. Real talk, right? But um, that's it, man. We got, what, 11 wins? That's not bad. That's not bad at all. So we missed out on the Philly game. Uh, we missed out on Cleveland. Uh, obviously, the Bengals won that game. And uh, Carolina-Jacksonville. Can't believe Carolina won. They beat Baltimore. Freaking Denver. Denver is Denver's horrible, bro. Denver is horrible. I can't, I can't stress it. I don't get it. You got Jerry Jersey on that team, a good receiver. You know what I'm saying? I think Noah Fant, didn't Noah Fant go over there to Denver? Uh, with them where they, oh, they sent him to Seattle. Forget that. You know what I'm saying? They, they got, uh, who's running the rock out there? Levant, I mean, they're just a mess. I, defensively, they were supposed to be good. Then they traded Chubb, and then they don't have picks. They gave all their picks up. What a mess Denver is. Oh, my goodness. And we thought, and we thought the freaking Denver Broncos and the AFC West was going to be something unbelievable. By the way, uh, if you guys didn't notice it, but uh, my guy, Nate Peterman. Nate Peterman! (laughs) Nate Peterman uh, got to start, and uh, obviously they lost. (laughs) But I want to see what Nate Peterman did that game. What are the odds, right? He gets called up for the practice squad. And but he's not the starter because Trevor Simeon is his starter. And right when Trevor Simeon is about to start the game, he injures his oblique. <laughs> Here comes Nate. <laughs> so Nate gets in the game. So how did Nate do? I'm curious to see how Nate did. So obviously the, the Bears lost. They lost 31-10 to the Jets, and Mike White looked great. Um, but what did Nate Peterman do? Actually, Nate Peterman didn't even play. Trevor Simeon gutted it out. <laughs> they didn't even trust Nate Peterman to play in the game. That's too bad, because if they Peterman played, they would have won. Anyway, shame on that team. Shame on them. Trevor Samian just said, fuck it, man. Yo, I don't. my oblique is no good. Don't worry about it. I got you. <laughs> he, Nate Peterman ain't about to take, this, not take my job, because he knows Nate Peterman would have been on his ass. Anyway, listen, folks, that's it for me. I'm just obviously playing with y'all. But uh, listen, man, I hope uh, we have a good game on, on this Thursday, man. We need this game. Uh, it's a big one. So we got to just get our shit together and, and, and roll. We got to roll. That's what it comes down to. So um, we're going to talk more about keys to victory. We're going to talk more into in-depth once uh, Thursday night hits. And uh, hopefully we get out of that game, nine and three. We can chill, 
didn't it feel good to not have to like stress on Sunday and just watch the football games with no no like worry and just chill out because our team won and played well we got another opportunity for that let's get that dub let's win on that fr- on that Thursday and then when when the weekend hits we just watch the games and chill that's exactly how we want it that's the way we want to keep it so I hope you guys enjoyed the show it was a quick one but uh we'll be back at it again yeah. on Thursday Bills Patriots the gauntlet for the AFC East begins this is the week we got three straight games in the AFC East we already know what time it is. You got to win them all. Got to win them all. And then we go from there, man. So, folks, that's it for me. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. We'll be back at it again on Thursday. Tomorrow, my, man's, my man, uh, you know what I'm saying? Rev will be back at it. And then uh, we'll try to get the whole crew back at it on Thursday. So, until then, you guys have an enjoyable evening. And we'll catch you guys on the flip side. Until next time. It's your boy, and I'm gone. Don't forget, hit up the BF Fan Shop. Get your shirts. They're available right now. Limited time offer. Buffalo versus everybody. Let's go. Catch you guys on the flip side. Peace. We'll be staying on a power ranking. Other teams, fans in the comments hating. We block them all. We protecting Josh. Salute to him. He the general now. Rico got legends for interviews. How the Buffalo Bills got the best fan base. Away games, red, white, blue in the crowd. I'm a Buffalo fanatic. Play good, be humble. Number 17, the captain. I'm a Buffalo fanatic. 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 Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.